Hey all, it's Thursday, May 11th. Do you know what day it is? It's today in sports betting. Welcome to the show. A small slate tonight. Two NBA playoff games, two NHL playoff games, and just five Major League Baseball games. But a lot of interesting angles and a lot of good games. So let's get to the hard court early. Boston travels to Miami. We've got uh, the Heat up three games to two in this series. The Celtics come in, though, on the road as two-and-a-half-point favorites. And total here is 212-and-a-half. And I don't have a real lean on this game. Uh, I like the Celtics. Um, if anything, I, I would lean towards the Celtics. This, this line has pretty much been flat the whole time. Uh, I'm just trying to pull up where it started. And basically, it's been close to two and a half. Not really thinking there's a lot of value here, but I would lean towards the Celtics. And uh, two twelve and a half. obviously two good, solid defensive teams. And not going to look at, not going to play that number at all. Sorry, just trying to pull up my lines here. Um, but on the Celtics, uh, not on the Celtics yet, but probably on the Celtics tomorrow, minus two and a half. I think they win. I think they sent the game seven back at home uh, to 12 and a half. If anything, I would lean towards the under, juiced to minus 110 each way. So not a lot of value there, but I would lean towards the Celtics and probably the under. When the next game of the night, uh, 10 o'clock Eastern time, uh, the Nuggets travel to Phoenix. Denver Nuggets travel to Phoenix to play the Suns. And Denver up 3-2, looking to close out this series. But the Phoenix Suns are three-point favorites. Total here, 226. I would actually lean to the Suns. I think the Suns can win this. I think they can cover that spread. And I think they can send it back to Game 7. So would not be fantastic to Game 7s um, two nights from now. So I would lean to Phoenix minus three. Not really on this game. 226. This series has been, mostly total has been right around this number. Um, Chris Paul is probably playing. He was he didn't play last game. Questionable now. And I would think this total would probably go over. The first game will lean a little under. But 226, these teams score points. Don't play a lot of defense. Uh, so I would lean Suns minus three, and I would lean to the over of 226. So no plays for me, but uh, a few leans. Getting to uh, the diamond here, Major League Baseball only has five games. Thursday is your typical travel day for Major League Baseball. We start, though, early, a few early games, 1235 in the East. We have the New York Mets in Cincinnati take on the Reds. You can get the Mets at minus 195 on the money line. The Reds plus 165. Total here is 10. Uh, just a little to the over at minus 115. For the Mets, you have Kodai Senga on the mound, who in 32 innings has a 3.38 ERA, 1.47 whip, 22 walks. Way too many walks. 32 innings, 22 walks. Not going to last very long in the majors here, Kodai, if you're doing that. 36 strikeouts. And then you have Derek Law, who actually pitched two days ago. So clearly this guy's just an opener. Uh, 18 innings, 3.00 ERA, 1.5 whip, 11 walks, 18 strikeouts. Kind of irrelevant what he's done because he's going to pitch one or two game, one or two innings at most. Probably pitch one inning. I actually like the Reds here. Um, New York's a better team. 
is Senga. Can't say Senga is a better starter because Law is an opener and he hasn't really done well. He's walked I think four batters or more in every single one of his starts this year, and we're in Cincinnati, so a ton of runs can be scored. The total of ten. Um, Juice to the over minus one fifteen. That means money's coming in on the over. So um, it might even move to ten and a half in the morning. So a lot of runs expected to be scored in a game like that. It's kind of a coin flip to me. Um, you know, the Mets have the better offense for sure, but they've been struggling. They haven't been hitting that well. Sanga has not been pitching that well. He's been walking a ton of guys. Well, when you walk guys in a park like Cincinnati, and they can jack one out. Um, you can give up a lot of runs. So if anything, I'm, I'm, I'm not there yet, but I'm going to probably pull the trigger tomorrow on Cincinnati. Um, plus 165. I can get a little better than that, even better. Um, but I think Cincinnati on the money line is the play. Next game, San Diego is in Minnesota to face the Twins. We have Hugh Darvish on the hill for San Diego and Bailey Ober on the hill for the Twins. San Diego's minus 120 favorites, and the home twins are plus 100. Total here is eight. I actually got this at eight and a half. I got the under eight and a half earlier uh, today. And I think both both pitchers, um, both good pitchers against struggling offenses. And when I pull up the numbers, you have Darvish, 36 and two-thirds innings, 3.19 ERA, 1.12 whip. 13 walks and 40 strikeouts, doing his U Darvish things. I mean, this guy is an elite pitcher, um, has been for the better part of the last six, seven years. And Bailey Ober, uh, not a lot of people know about Bailey Ober, but a very good, solid pitcher. Uh, 18 to third innings, 0.98 ERA, 0.87 whip, six walks, six walks and 16 strikeouts. Are those numbers going to continue the ERA and the whip? Probably not, but he is definitely a good prospect for the Twins. And the thing is, the thing is here, the Padres' offense has been struggling. The Twins' offense has been struggling. Darvish is a very good pitcher throughout his career. And Bailey Ober is a good prospect who pitched well last year, had some arm troubles, and then has pitched well this year. So I like the under. Um, I said earlier, I got it earlier in the day, getting some closing line value, picked it up at about, Two or three in the afternoon today at eight and a half. I still like it under eight. I mean, choose minus one ten over and under eight. I still like the under eight, and and if you can get it at minus one ten, I would definitely take the under eight. I got it at uh, eight and a half minus one fifteen before it moved down, but I definitely like the under number here. If anything, my nine's a little too close. I would lean to the Twins at plus one hundred even money. Uh, I'm not really sure uh, which way here, but I don't think a lot of runs will be scored. Next game, 210 in the East. The White Sox are in Kansas City to wrap up the series against the Royals. You can get Chicago on the money line, minus 105. You can get the home favored Kansas City Royals at minus 115. Wrong team favored. Uh, there's no – Chicago struggled this year for sure. The Bats have struggled this year for sure. But Bailey Singer – Brady Singer, sorry, is not a good pitcher. The White Sox should be favored here. Mike Clevenger is on the bump for the for the uh, the Chai Sox. Thirty five and a third innings, four point eight four ERA, sixteen walks, thirty three strikeouts, one point five three WHIP. Not great numbers. Brady Singer, however, thirty three and two thirds, eight point eight two ERA. Um, I don't know if you follow baseball very much, but that's a terrible number. Twelve walks, 
33 strikeouts, 1.6 whip. That's a terrible number. Brady Singer has struggled and not pitching well. I think I think the White Sox order can get to him. On the flip side of that, Clevenger's been kind of hot and cold this year. Uh, but history tells me that he's a better pitcher. His numbers historically have been better. And I really struggle. I'm actually looking right now towards the money line. I got it earlier at uh, – it's at 105, and I got it uh, earlier at 105. I'm actually surprised that this number hasn't moved more. So I'm on the – I put a unit down on the White Sox. I might put two down. I, I just – Clevenger's is a better pitcher than Brady Singer. There's no questions asked. And um, I think, you know, nine and a half total. So obviously a fair bit of runs have been scored. Uh, expect to be scored. If Clevenger pitches well and he's on, he's going to be able to limit the the Royals. And I don't think I don't think Singer can limit the White Sox at all. So I'm on the White Sox money line minus 105. Uh, I'm looking towards the White Sox run line at plus 155. That's a pretty juicy price. I think they win. They win by two, especially on the road because they're getting in uh, the extra at bat. Um, not really there yet, but uh, on the money line at minus 105. Looking towards the run line for Chicago at plus 155. Next game, 705 in the East. And we see the Tampa Bay Rays at New York Yankees in AL East division battle. And this is an interesting line here because Tampa Bay comes in minus 25, minus 125 favorite favorites and the Yankees are plus 105. Now when I put money down on this earlier uh, middle of the afternoon here uh, Yankees had Domingo Herman listed as their starter and the Rays had a TBD. So it was basically minus 110. They listed it as a coin flip which is kind of strange. I thought Rasmussen would be starting. I don't know why they had a TBD. And as soon as he gets it listed as starter it jumped to minus 125 meters. So I got a hell of a lot of closing line value there. I'm at minus 110. Right now, the Rays are at minus 125. So the Rays are at minus 125. The Yankees are plus 105. Total here is eight and a half, uh, juiced equally to the over and under. And you get the Rays on the run line at plus 130. I'm on the Rays. Uh, the Rays are a better team. Rays are a better bullpen. Rays have a better starter. I got it at 110. Not sure I'd play at the 125. I'd probably play at the 115 minus 120. Uh, but here are the stats. Rasmussen, 37 in a two-thirds innings, 3.11 ERA, 11 walks, 40 strikeouts, 1.19 whip. Domingo Herman, 39 in a third innings, 4.35 ERA, 0.94 whip, 12 walks, 44 strikeouts. Herman has looked good for sure. But he's also faced some pretty uh, um, couple average kind of teams. And Rasmussen has looked dominant every game he's pitched. So I'm on Rasmussen, better pitcher. I'm on the Rays, better uh, lineup, and much better bullpen. So the fact they got it at 110, I'd play, as I said, to 115, 120. I wouldn't play it to the 125 where it's at right now. Last game of the night in 940 in the East, San Francisco Giants are at Arizona to play the D-backs. Oh, sorry. I missed a game here. I don't see it on my line. 
We have Texas at Oakland, Nathan Eovaldi uh, versus Hogan Harris. Um, not really sure who Hogan Harris is, so I'm trying to. I don't have a line in this game, but Nathan Nivaldi Nathan uh, comes in 44 and two thirds innings, 3.22 ERA, seven walks, 44 strikeouts, 1.10 WHIP, and Hogan Harris comes in as Hogan Harris. He's pitched uh, one third of an inning, and shocking is 162 ERA, five walks, and a WHIP of 18. So, the guy came in for a third of an inning, walked a ton of guys. I've never seen a line like that. Don't really know who he is. Uh, I would lean, hmm, probably to Texas. Trying to pull this up another site. I don't really see, uh, that's not working. Don't really see a number here. Uh, I got to assume that Rangers, Texas, are going to be minus 170, minus 180. Can't touch that. On the run line, they're probably going to be minus 130. Can't really touch that. Uh, Evaldi's pitched well this year. 3.22 ERA, 44 strikeouts and 44 and two-thirds inning, but only seven walks. That's impressive stat. And a 1.1 whip. Here you go. I'm trying to uh, pull up. Nope. Don't even see that there. So don't see the numbers here. Uh, I, would lean, I would lean Texas, but it's going to be minus 170, minus 180. Can't touch that. And run line, probably minus 120, minus 130. Um, in Oakland, I could probably lean to Texas, but in Oakland, uh, pitcher's ballpark. And with an unknown guy in the mound, who knows what happens. You know what? I'd lean, I'd, I'd lean Texas all around. Who's kidding now? Last game of the night is in, uh, let me pull up my card again here, is in Arizona. And we have San Francisco in town to face the D-backs. The Road Giants 135 on the money line, uh, negative or plus, sorry, minus 135 is favorite. The home D-backs are plus 115. For San Francisco, you have Alex Cobb, who's, 2-1 in the year, 40.1 innings pitch, 1.24 uh, whip, 2.01 ERA, just six walks, 38 strikeouts, been having a good start this season. On the flip side, you have Tommy Henry, uh, the lefty, 15 and two-thirds innings, 5.17 ERA, seven walks, seven strikeouts, 1.5 through whip. Kind of tough to tell what he's doing recently or this early in the season. Um, if anything, I would lean to the D-backs. Uh, I like Alex Cobb, but their order is brutal. Uh, San Francisco uh, got what? I think they got beat easily by by Washington today, and they got the uh, didn't exactly crush Patrick Corbin two nights ago. But they are struggling. They don't have hit for a lot of power, uh, and they're not scoring a lot of runs. So I. Alex Cobb has been doing well, but I would lean to actually Tommy Henry and the bullpen behind him at home at minus 115. Total here is nine, juice to the under at minus 120. Sorry, the over minus 120, the under is plus 100. Uh, I would probably lean to the under, actually, at plus 100. Uh, I just don't just don't have a lot of faith in the Giants being able to score, and the D-backs should be able to put up four or five runs. I'm not really sure that uh, the Giants are going to get to Henry for a lot of runs, so... I would lean to the under there.
the end of the night on the ice. We'll get there in a second. I'm going to take a quick break, and we will wrap up with the two NHL playoff games. So we head to Carolina, where the Hurricanes are hosting the Devils. The Hurricanes are up three, uh, sorry, here, three games to one in the series, looking to close it out at home. And I'm actually leaning towards the Canes. They are minus 125 in the money line. Devils plus 105. Total here is six. Juice the under minus 120 and get the over at plus 100. I would actually lean toward the under. I know in a game, if Carolina is up, Jersey's going to pull their goalie early. They're up by goal. They're up by two goals. They're going to pull their goalie with like five, six, seven minutes left. And yeah, the the uh, the number could shoot up. And I get that in the playoffs. But the way Carolina's played, even with their injuries, they are looking like they're ready to close out. And, and the Devils, their young guys, um, are a good-looking team. They've got a really good-looking future, I think. But I think they're just young, realized, outclassed here. Probably not going to win it. I would lean Carolina, even at minus 125, and I would lean the under six, minus 120. Shop around for that. If you can get a minus 110, minus 115, I'd take the under. Next game is Seattle. The upstart Seattle Kraken in Dallas. This series is tied 2-2. Game five in Dallas. The home stars are minus 120. The road Kraken plus 160. Total here is six. I would... Uh, I do lean towards Dallas. Minus 190, can't, can't touch that. On the puck line, though, and minus 1.5, plus 135, that's where I'm looking. So in the NHL, especially in the playoffs, in a tight game, they're going to pull the goalie. So if Dallas is up late with you know two, three minutes left, they're up by one goal, good chance Seattle pulls their goalie. And empty net goals happen a lot. In regular season, they happen more in the playoffs. So the pressure's on. Dallas is going to be shooting for the empty net. If they get up by two goals, if Dallas is up 3-1 or 4-2 with two or three minutes left, they're pulling a goalie again. So there's a good chance that if Dallas wins, they win by more than one and a half. I can't take Dallas at minus 190, but I can take Dallas at plus 135 on the puck. Sorry, I can't take Dallas at minus 190 in the money line. I can take Dallas on the puck line of minus one and a half, which means they got to win by two or more at plus 135. Because I think if they're ahead late in the game, and if they happen to be up by two goals late in the game, the Kraken are pulling their goalie early, and the Stars end up winning uh, by two or three goals. Total six, I just think it's going to be a tight game. Um, not really on that. I would lean to the under six. It's juiced to minus 110 both ways, so I would lean to the under six. But staying away from that, if, if there's any play here, I have the Dallas Stars on the puck line, minus one and a half, at plus 135. Flip side, or it's not the flip side. The first game, Carolina. I have Carolina on the money line at home to close out the series at minus 125. So, two NBA games, playoffs. Two NHL playoffs. Just, what, five Major League Baseball games. Hope you enjoyed the show. Hope you got some tips. Hope you got some angles. Any questions, any thoughts, any comments, please DM me at Doug underscore read three, four. And if you haven't already, as I said earlier, go to sportsethos.com. Check out our packages. Um, ton, ton of free information. We have podcasts galore across every sport, across 
fantasy, across DFS, across wagering. And if you want to get behind the curtain for a very, very reasonable pay uh, uh, price, we can give you uh, fantasy advice, DFS advice, and wagering advice, again, across every single sport, not just a big four. We've got tennis. We've got um, Aussie Rose football. We've got a ton of information. You have to follow us. Again, check me out at Doug underscore read three, four. And if you haven't already, go to sportsethos.com. Hope you enjoy your day and hopefully you enjoy your day in sports betting. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.